Hey everybody, welcome back to the freaking drivers. Uh, it's the 2018 end of year wrap and look, I know it's been a long time, we shouldn't have left you, but by the look of things, everyone's been listening and re-listening to the sounds of our voices, Uncle Steve, and, and howdy oh. over to you on the other side. All right, I can't yeah, believe so- listening to us <laughs> i know i know and look i i'm not gonna say it but it looks like a few people have been listening a few times to the same episode so like you know i'm, I'm, I'm glad we're hitting those hard-hitting subjects and like giving people motivation to really get on with their lives and, and kick some goals i i believe it's actually people going did he just say that did he really just say that oh <laughs> shit he just said that <laughs> i'm personally hoping it's tracy grimshaw just getting like heaps of evidence so we end up on a current affair that would be like (laughs) that would be like right up there with my appearance on crime stoppers when i was five (laughs) but so much has happened dude since we uh since we last spoke um besides besides us both being busy in our our external lives on the podcast um there's been so much automotive news i don't know where to start without having a hemorrhage so i'm just gonna dive straight in so Let's kick it off with the with the subject that you love, SUV news. And I think <laughs> I think you're just excited as I am when I tell you that Audi have officially officially started to release photos of the Q4. Q4. Oh man, I thought the Q8 was the latest thing. Oh no, my friend, there's a Q4 on the way. Right, right. Oh, sorry, Q8 was last week. Uh, Q4 yeah, must be this week. I'm looking to Q12 when, uh, you know, we finally <laughs> our SUV game to the, literally the size of Prime. <laughs> That's clearly what we're missing. <laughs> no doubt. Like like a small semi-prime. That'd be excellent. That'd be really, really yeah. good. Yeah, Absolutely. Hey, I, I'd say you were joking, but judging by the size of your new <laughs> X7, you're probably going to be right. All you're right, probably so going to be right. Fill me in here. What is the Q4 based off of? Well, it's it's based off the the Q5. Um, it's just more of a swoopier <laughs> back thing. Uh, oh, so this is one of those awful things like the uh, Mercedes GLC and the uh, X6 sort of that SUV coupe, uh, the SUV uh, yeah. that lacks all the practicalities that one would buy, typically buy an SUV for. That, that's exactly. Look, I, I, you mentioned two vehicles and. I, I agree, they are in that segment, but they're not the defining uh, light of that segment, Steve. I think you missed the Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross, my friend. <laughs> that is the defining hatch, swoopy, fastback of the SUV range. And I, I, I can't true. go on, I can't, I can't keep doing this podcast if we keep overlooking the absolute gold uh, that is the Mitsubishi product. So, sorry, folks, at Mitsubishi. Steve and I will wait for our checks to come and then we'll totally not give you guys shit for all of 2019, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's never going to happen, even with checks. All right, but yes, no, so it's, it's, a, it's a swoopy, swoopy, uh, yeah, because that, that's what everyone wants. Uh, they want an impractical, practical vehicle. Yep, yep, absolutely. Makes their mums happy. And look, digressing off that topic onto another fun topic that we love, our good friends at McLaren have certainly not let us down this year. <laughs> Even though they knew we weren't podcasting, they still kept producing the fire. Like, we've got 600 LTs, we've got speed tails, there's a Senna in Australia, or multiple of. Jeez, I can't even keep up anymore. 
Yeah, several. I know there's at least one in Melbourne and one in Sydney. Um, I think Speed Tales a funny one. I, I feel like they they were like, oh my god, they stopped podcasting. Quick, launch the Speed Tale now. Maybe we'll miss out. No, McLaren. No. The, the drive. The drivers podcast sees all. <laughs> and we're no, it's... From giving Speed Tale shit. No, no, no doubt. But look, you know what? I, I'm a big fan of the 600 LTs exhaust that vent out through the top of the deck lid and shoot flames. Like that car's that got is... z- yeah zero purpose for anything in life, as opposed to just being a total douchebag. And now you can do it all from the couple of your cabin. No, no, no. You know what? This solves uh, an age-old problem. Oh, does uh, it? Yeah. I really like toasted marshmallows, but I hate <laughs> camping. Okay. So you- Sorted. So this is like glamping, like level 500. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. New achievement unlocked. All right. Look, at it. if it makes sense, it makes sense. But uh, yeah, I was a bit miffed. I'm like, wow, that was the coolest thing no one ever asked for. But you can see them in the design room being like, you know what? This is going to be like a Huracan Performante kind of competitor. And someone's like, oh, the, the Lambo shoots flames. How, how are we going to top that? And they're like, hmm. What happens if it shoots flames like dangerously outward? And someone's like, "Give this man a pay rise." <laughs> <laughs> like he's currently employee of the month. Still, that's still it. Employee of the that's month. It. A- aiming to set fire to nearby trees. <laughs> oh yeah, like you know, like, what's the fastest way to a lawsuit? that is it my friends all right now we're jumping through a lot of things because there's so much to cover and i want to get through it all so mclaren have gone wacky but we kind of knew that and they get our wacky award for 2018 um but i tell you the most interesting part our good friends at tesla yes thomas i'm mentioning tesla in the normal podcast i'm sorry this is a disclaimer uh, we don't normally talk about electric vehicles, but this one is kind of cool. It is the dual motor performance version of the Model 3 that no one has actually ever seen in real life. But apparently <laughs> apparently they're available elsewhere in the world. But this thing actually just set a lap record at Laguna Seca. Really? Yeah, I know. I know, Dang. right? That thing uh. is really, really quick and actually quite impressive. And look. Uh, another disclaimer, I have sat in the Model 3 and I do know it exists and it's actually not a bad car. Um, but <laughs> this, this dual performance thing is, is, is pretty cool and I, I, I applaud Tesla for keeping on uh, just doing what McLaren does and, and pumping out new variants of cars that kind of deliver the first ones off. <laughs> <laughs> well, well the, <clears throat> see, the key difference here is that uh, you actually see uh, McLaren's in the wild from time to time. I'm <laughs> a little thin on the ground. <laughs> I, lo- I love the way there's more McLaren centers in the country than there are Tesla Model 3s. <laughs> I know. I'm... So everyone everyone who wants to argue that that Tesla aren't a niche manufacturer, please, please, it's hello at the drivers so come to AU. I will be waiting like all day, all night for those emails to come through because, bruh, very niche manufacturer, a very good one, like you know, like a, you know, all the all the weird manufacturers, but like you know, they're, they're certainly not a, at a massive scale yet. And then look, they're working on it. <laughs> yes, they've been working on it now for quite some time. But hey, I, I tell you, a cool thing that did happen though. You know how Elon uh, did the whole short shorts thing and got kicked out of the board. 
um, a Tesla. The the new lady who's in charge of the board is actually an Aussie who's from Telstra. Tell me that's not going to be confusing for one. So that, that, that that's kind of cool. I I think that that that's pretty primo. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's she's been on the board uh, of Tesla for like four years, and now she's uh she's running the show. So that's pretty cool. All right. Cool. So a little a little bit of a Aussie 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 oi 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 represent. I feel like going down to Cronulla and flipping over some cars and you know <laughs> doing some doing some mad skids in my VS Commodore single spinner. Well, look, uh, let, let's not forget that uh, South Australia is powered by Tesla, so you know it kind of makes sense. <laughs> it's true. Oh god, I forgot about that. Oh. Hey, talking about electric vehicles. Thomas and I were actually invited down to test drive that new I-Pace from Jaguar. Oh, I couldn't go because I had family dramas. Everyone who's thinking about having kids, uh, keep thinking about it. Uh, but <laughs> Thomas, who does not have kids, uh, went down and got to test drive the uh, the I-Pace. And Thomas being Thomas, uh, being Mr. Mr. I Heart Tesla, totally decimated these guys because I had no idea there was like the world's biggest fanboy coming along to to sample. <laughs> Sample the offering, but an unusual look. He, he said the car was was all mildly fast and it was a decent thing. So that, that, that's pretty cool by the team at Jag. But an unusual thing was it makes like a, a an engine noise when it drives, right? So it makes like an engine sound, but you can't even turn it off. What? Yeah, there's like there's like zero way to turn it off according to the guy he was with, like the product specialist. Come on, Jag. And like the Thomas whole- is like. It's meant to be quiet, like it's a freaking electric vehicle, and like mm-hmm. yeah. he's like, just turn off the sound. Like we can't do that. If you're gonna do EV, embrace everything that EV means. Hundred percent right. <sighs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I was like, I, I look, I, I, have seen and touched uh, I pace, and I thought they were pretty cool, and I, I was looking forward to the drive. But after hearing that, I'm like, bruh, like really? How yeah. could someone just be like, it needs to make noise all the time? It's like it doesn't. It really doesn't. That, and look, it seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but and look, Thomas Thomas rightly pointed out that everyone else in the room was white and over the age of ninety-five. So look, maybe it appeals to that demographic. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose when you think about the typical Jag purchaser and driver, and I stress the word typical because I know it's not everyone. It is but, everyone. Uh... Every single one. <laughs> Uncle Steve just said it was you. So if you're, if you're a Jag driver, you don't fit this demographic, just saying you might want to readdress your manufacturer of choice. But it is 100% you people. Go ahead. Well, look, let, let, let's let just say that if they were into making sensible, logical choices, they probably wouldn't have ended up in a Jag in the first place, let fl- alone Jags for many years. Don't, don't, don't you find it ironic how it's now run by Indians? So it's like it's come full circle in the British Empire, right? Like, you know, British took over everything... Made Indians their slaves. Now Indians bailed out their only manufacturers, making decent things in volume. And oh my god, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But that that's world politics. That's yeah. that's a different podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, speaking of different podcasts, turns out everyone's hero Carlos Gusin is shady as fuck. Yeah, that was a, a pretty interesting moment of the year. Dude, uh, he was like, he underreported his weight by $60 million or something ridiculous. I know. I, it really boggles the mind. Like, at that point, do you really, do you really need to be doing this sort of stuff? Oh, my God. Uh, I was, like, yeah, the best. You know, this didn't 
this isn't someone just trying to like get an extra 60 bucks back in their tax return. This is, <laughs> you know, cleaning, cl- 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 dry cleaning. On the, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I dry clean all my stuff all the time, every day. If you're, if you're even capable of underquoting your income by $60 million, then you really don't have an income problem to worry about. And it sounds, <laughs> just, it sounds worse in yen. It's like 60 billion yen. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it just sounds worse. It's like a kajillion, like, you know, <laughs> Vietnamese dong. Oh my God. It's just horrible. It's a horrible, horrible time. But like, what I love is he's like, oh, oh, that sixty million. I, I, I guess I should have reported it. It's like, <laughs> to, to be honest, I kind of forgot about that sixty million. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, that, that was in my savings account, and I use my everyday account. You can see how it got mixed up. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you dick. This Nissan Leaf ain't gonna fill itself. <laughs> Alright, that's enough that's enough giving uh the empire that is Renault Nissan and Mitsubishi grief. Um but <laughs> our good friends at Porsche, everyone loves it when I talk Porsche, being a Porsche guy. Yep. They went in ahead and released the biggest dick of them all, the Moby Dick, for everyone playing at home. <laughs> so, that that's cool though. No, I'm I'm though? happy to It is. What's not cool about it? Well, there's a couple of things that aren't cool. And yes, again, all the Porsche hate mail is going to come and again, bring it on sunshine. Um, but so, so the, 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 the two issues with it is they're making like 10 of them. So it's not really a production car. And the other problem is that they called it a 935. Like they just stole the model designation they've already used once. Like that's not what Porsche do. Like, call a 936 and I'll get off my high horse. No, you know what? I won't even because there's a 936. So they call it something else. But don't don't call it something you've already called something. Like, it, that's just super annoying. And, like, you know what? It's honestly got me scared about what the new, like, they just released the 992, right? Which is just mm-hmm. a, a bigger, fatter version of a 993, essentially. But then what's yep. the next model going to be? The next model is meant to be a 993. So I give up. Porsche, you're breaking your, your purists. I'm out. I'm not out. I still love you. I take it all back. I'm just jealous. That's all it is. I'm just totally jealous. But still, they should have called it something else. Was... And the whole Moby Dick thing just annoys me a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure Porsche's sitting there going, ah, oh, man, and we only got to sell nine of those Moby Dicks. And we were really hoping that Sean was going to pick up number 10, but our naming convention really upset him. And now that one's going to have to sit in stock. Oh, that, that's going to be the oldest stalker for sure. They'll come begging. They'll come begging. And when they do, I'll uh, I'll offer them far less than what they want for it. Cause that's all I can afford. Good luck. Far, far less. <laughs> Speaking of good luck, though, uh, I tell you who does need it. The people down at Chevrolet. They've got this mid-engine Corvette thing coming out. But the that's oh, not a big deal. Oh no no! But they've got electrical issues. They've had to bump it another six months. It's like they're borrowing. Nah, the, well. It's like they're borrowing their wiring looms from Peugeot. We, I, I don't know. I just figured like that was standard par for the course GM product. Uh, <laughs> oh, so. Rough, rough. Look at this so, guy just bashing like, everyone's oh, nose. Why, why is it even news? <laughs> 
Like, I'm excited about the mid-engine Corvette, and I think it needs to do, like, you know, being in the States for a little while in October, there's tons of them, and they're a hoot, and they look really, really great at the moment. But I think um, I think they need to do something a little bit different, especially the command, the price that they're commanding. Like, they're, they're not a cheap car at all. So they've got to step up the game, I think. Uh, and look, we I think we've covered it in an earlier episode anyway, but with um, Kamara getting faster and faster and faster, there was just not enough product differentiation between the two to really justify both product lines anyway. So, uh, you know, there's plenty of butthurt going, ar- going around on the internet and I've spoken to plenty of people who are like, oh, I can't believe they're doing it. And my thought is, well, why not? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Who's it really offended? If you don't want it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't buy it. If you don't want it, don't buy it. And guess what? None of them, none of the people I've spoken to were in any position to buy one anyway. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100% I agree. Um, and speaking of uh, shonky looking American cars, uh, and look, we're not a racing blog or a podcast, and, and I'm sorry if I digress slightly, but V8 Supercars, our lovely Australian racing series, have uh, released the new Mustang for homologation, and yep. it looks so retarded. Sorry, retarded is yes. not the word. Uh, so it looks so genetically retarded. No, that's again the same bad word again. It looks so <laughs> genetically wrong. Not uh, that there's anything well, wrong with being genetically imbalanced. Huh? See, you got out of that one. Um, but it looks it looks really weird because it's got that high roof thing. And just, it's just like a falcon with a Mustang nose. It's like NASCAR. It's, it's bloody awful. I don't... Yeah, what? No. Like, I don't get it. What? One of these days, V8 supercars will work out what they uh, what they're doing. Um, I'm not sure how long that's going to be. Don't uh, don't hold your breath waiting for it. But... Oh, and the other thing, the the, the, the re-releasing the E63 back into it. <laughs> like it's it's been parked since 2015, and they're like, oh, I, I I guess we've got no one else to race against, and we might as well bring that thing back. So yeah, Erebus are out to rock and roll that thing. But anyway, yeah. Again, different podcast for those who love playing gear yeah. supercars. At the end of the day, GT3 keeps getting better. Yes. Uh, GT series in Australia is getting bigger and better all the time. Uh, I think more and more people are looking forward to the 12-hour uh, every year. And eventually, I, I hate to be the one to throw it out there, but the Bathurst 12-hour might become the premier event at the mountain. Oh, I I dare say it already is. I like you look at the oh, you look at no. the uh, look. I'm no, just no. trying to offend too many of the people who currently listen to us, so that we don't have zero listeners. That's all. Oh no! Look, <laughs> by by, I said people are re-listening to us. It's the same three people. It's your mum, my mum, and Thomas. <laughs> they'll, they'll never leave us. They'll never leave us. Uh, but no, honestly, though, I, I think I think the the twelve hour already is the pinnacle. Like you look at the talent, you look at the cars, the fact that it, 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 it tracks international teams and everything. It's it's just a better. Sorry, for those who are really into motorsport as a sport, it, it certainly offers more. Like V eight supercars in terms of a local series is great, and they do a really good event. Um, but I just think that the uh, the hype and the hysteria around what used to be Group A has certainly re-emerged in GT3. And, and uh, I, I hope that continues to grow globally. Um, and there's some, there's, there's some other cool things. Like, I don't know if you've seen the, I think it's the TCM series. 
that's got like um, Irish three sedans and golfs and and, and, and Type bars, all of those massive wide body kits. Like, yep. that'll be that'll be really cool to see how that goes, and that 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 launches next year. Yeah, that's it. And I I saw even um, even Hyundai is getting in on the action. They brought in a few um, oh ends uh, yeah, yeah. cars uh, that we're doing uh, some testing out at Ludnam Racetrack, I think. Uh, so you know that's really cool because that's that's one of those series that actually connects with production vehicles and you know the the whole uh, win on Sunday sell on Monday kind of mentality can come back to life through those sort of things. Yeah, hundred percent. People love to be associated and feel part of clubs and especially winning teams, right? So you know, I I think it's certainly got a, got to appeal to it that way. But look, jumping along to something a little less uh, shonky. Well, I don't know if he's lost. <laughs> but Jeep, Jeep are giving us a, a big Wrangler Ute called the Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Tell me you don't want one of those bad boys for those mean Canberra winters. I don't want one of those bad boys. Oh my god, I can't believe you just said it. Anywhere. <laughs> oh, but just just think about like all the things it could do. <laughs> Fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that it's designed to click click together like Lego in the first place. <laughs> well, I, I don't mind Wranglers, but I just like the ones I that know. don't have doors. Like I like the ones that don't have the doors because I think that's fun. Um, but look, it's it's not really a. Uh, I, I can't even I can't even support it. Like I'm just like I don't get it. Like it doesn't look great. It's, it's like someone's literally just got a box. And jammed it on the back of it and gone, look, pick up. You know what it reminds me of? AIDS? <laughs> in the... <laughs> <laughs> so, in the United States, they had uh, a Gen 3 Subaru Outback. Oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> Baja. The one. The, the Baja? The bar, yep. that's it. That was uh, uh, still like a, a five-seater with a tiny little ute tray tacked on the back. And it was one of those ultimate face palms. Like, why does this even exist? Yeah, can I tell like, you a really quick story? I, I had no idea that car existed until literally three weeks ago. So we launched our, oh, really? app, we launched our app in Canada and we literally had someone push through a request on a Subaru Baja. And I went, I went, what is that? And I had to go Google it. And I went, shut up. Yeah. Yep. So if you don't know what we're talking about, kids, Google Subaru Baja and prepare to be blown away with amazingness. Yeah, it's it's the most awkwardly strange vehicle. And you know what gets me? Why that vehicle exists in the United <laughs> States and doesn't exist here? Like, we're, we're the awkward capital of the planet. Amen. Why do we not have this? I know if it's going to work anywhere, it's going to work in freaking Australia, right? Where we have like jumbucks and and God knows what else. Many many moons ago, when I worked at a Subaru dealer, uh, we would have people coming in with their like their eighties Brumbies and going, "I want to trade this in for something new. What Utes do you have?" Like, we haven't made a Ute for like since that one. <laughs> Yeah, yours is literally the last one they made. And people are obliviously going, really? Why did they stop? <laughs> what, what I love is that these people clearly have zero clue and have lived under a rock for 15 years. Right? They're like, why, 
like, what, what do you mean you guys stopped making Utes 15 years ago? It's like, no, we, we legitimately stopped making them. Thinking, oh, that's, you didn't notice. <laughs> when, when you're rocking that uh, Tiger Top uh, Subaru Ute life, nothing else matters. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently not. I was explaining to someone the other day how in America they came with jump seats in the back. Right in the back of the Brumbies. So there were a factory option to have two seats in the tray that yep. faced outwards with no belts. Amazing. <laughs> Best factory option ever. Look, I, I, don't, I don't want this episode to go on for too long because there's probably people still trying to keep up and, and work out how fast we talk. And, oh, and look, another quick reminder. This is probably the only podcast in the history of the universe right now that you don't have to listen to at times 1.75 speed. Because we actually pump through a lot of stuff. So listen to it at its normal pace and we sound normal-ish. Or slow it down, in fact. It's probably better. But look, <laughs> a couple of other points I wanted to touch on before we, we, we end this motherfucker is uh, the new Supra, the world's worst-kept yes. secret. Yes. It's still not been officially revealed, but everyone's seen it like 19,000 times. Yep. Uh, are you uh, any, I, I keep asking every second podcast if you're any more excited, and here we are. You know what? I I am a little bit more excited now that um, there has been a leaked photo of an actual production Supra. The silver uh, one because, in the container? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, you can look at it and go, oh, it, it's actually a real thing. It actually exists. It's actually going to be able to be purchased by someone. Uh, so, you know, I guess the, the only light at the end of this tunnel is that... <clears throat> Sometime in the near future, a motoring journalist is going to get a hold of one and tell us whether or not it's actually any good and whether or not it lives up to the hype, <laughs> which is going to be a tall order at this point. Very much so. And look, it, and it will be that one person who bought the NSX will go buy the new Supra. <laughs> and that, that one person will live all JDM dreams uh, at once. So good on them. Good Absolutely. On them. <laughs> But look, I got, I got, I got two more things I want to get through. One is a very important point. The other one is equally as important, if not more so. So the first one is, what do you think right now is the best performance bargain you can buy with your money in 2018? Can be new, can be used. Ooh. <clears throat> oh yeah, I, I left, I left all the fire to the last episode of 2018. By the way. You know, you know what? You can get uh, a supercharged E55 AMG for sub thirty thousand dollars now. Damn, that's three hundred and seventy-three kilowatts, and I think it was about seven hundred odd newton meters of torque in family sedan. That to me is just mind blown. I knew that they were going to come down to a reasonable price eventually, but geez, like I struggle to think of uh, a, a more bang for your buck than that. That's, that's intense. And you know, that's only like a supercharger pulley kit and an ECU tune away from like 400 plus kilowatts. That is berserk. Yeah. I look, I, I, I look, my, my pick is in a similar vein. So, We'll see how close we are when I when I mention that one in a second. But you're you're right. Those those last of the E fifty fives before they jumped to the sixty three were an amazing, amazing uh, family saloon. Like they were a good, good thing. And you know what? It was the it was the turning point for AMG. That was the moment that everyone stood up and went, "Oh man, these guys are cranking out some impressive cars." Uh, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, no, no I, I definitely agree. Solid, solid choice. My one, again, like I said, similar vein, slightly different though. Um, and, and look, it is a it is a relative performance bargain. It's a Bugatti Veyron. Stick, stick with me here. Stick with me. I'm intrigued by the rationale behind this one. Well, it was the fastest car in the world. It has four turbos and a freaking W16. But aside from the obvious, they're like under a million dollars now. <laughs> so, no. And again, it's limited numbers. It's it's kind of car it is. Like all those freaks who are paying over a million dollars for Lamborghini SVs. And, uh, and and Toyota LFAs, sorry, Lexus LFAs, Lexus LFAs, absolutely crazy if you can get yourself a freaking Veyron for the same price. Yeah. That's and, what makes it know, a performance bargain. The, uh, the other bit of uh, amazing automotive news that we kind of missed out on reporting in any of our other episodes this year is that in a couple of years' time, you'll actually be able to import a left-hand drive Veyron and register it on the roads anywhere in the country and that is an amazing thing that's going to see some pretty intense cars land here that is that is very cool so so give me a quick brief rundown for those who aren't quite au fait with new regulations so we can bring in left-hand drive cars without adr is that the whole gist uh yeah so i believe it's subject to uh pre-approval based on you know they have to be uh an exotic or uncommon vehicle that was never available for sale in Australia. So, it, it, so like a Subaru Baja? Maybe. Maybe. Subaru Baja. I'm, I'm going to be Australia's biggest importer of Subaru Bajas. I hope you do. The um, line starts behind me, kids. The other, uh, you know, the more accessible side of it that is also really exciting is that um, instead of the uh, pre-89 import rule that we had, yep. it's changing to a rolling 25-year rule. Oh, thank God which for means that. The moment, yeah, the moment it's 25 years old, bring it in. Hell which again yeah. means we're going to see a whole range of really interesting cool cars that um, were never available to us before are all of a sudden going to be able to be imported and registered here on the roads, which is awesome. Yeah, very much so. It's funny, uh, everyone thought the 89 rule was a 25-year rule anyway. Just never got updated. So if you want more information, uh, shout out to AIMVIA, which is the governing body for um, uh, vehicle importers in Australia who have been working really hard to get that legislation through. Uh, check out their Facebook page and all the details about exactly what got passed for the import laws are there. Very, very it's, cool. Etsy, who says we don't teach people nothing? We exactly. are like freaking it's, some kind of automotive news show, but with like joy and splendor. Shit on Andy Palmer. <laughs> Poor Andy Palmer. He hasn't even got to mention this episode. But just, just quickly, this wasn't even meant to be part of today's run list, but they're thinking about replacing the AMG V8s with straight sixes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Aston Martin, please stop. Please stop. You're on a good thing. Keep it going. And the last question of 2018, that is the wrap, is a zinger. And I, I hope you give it some thought because, God, I have. Is 2018's most overrated car. Come on. We all know what it is. Speed tail. 
Oh, wow. 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 I had to say it. I can't believe you said it. But I, 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 go ahead. I could rant about it for hours if you gave me the opportunity. <laughs> that, that'll be like the Easter special. Just Steve oh, ranting about speed tales. Just some food for thought until our next episode. They, uh, they and said it was the world's first Hyper GT. Mm. Now, between now and next episode, have a think. Why is the Veyron not the world's first Hyper GT, but the Speed Tail is? I will really patiently be awaiting your answer next time we speak. I, I, I got nothing for you. But <laughs> but my 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 zinger of the world's or, or, yeah 2018's most over over hype car is any singer Porsche and on that epic epic bombshell <laughs> <laughs> we are out. Thank you to everyone who's listening and re-listening. Um, we we appreciate everyone's support and and I know we've had a massive hiatus but we've had heaps of fans uh, or people that I, I wouldn't call them fans because just regular people and we're we're definitely not anyone amazing. Um, come up and, and, and say how much they've been enjoying the shows and, and everything like that. And, and that means the world to us. Um, we obviously do this because we, we love it. Um, but no, thank you, everybody. Um, thank you, Thomas, for cutting up and, and doing everything that you do for us. Thank you, Uncle Steve. Thank you, wives and kids for letting us, uh, you know, get away for half an hour uh, every now and again to do these rants. We appreciate it. Goodbye, 2018. And we'll be coming back uh, better than ever in 2019. Um, if you want to do a guest spot on the show, reach out. Hello at thedrivers.com.au. We'd love to see what you want to talk about, what you could bring. Um, because, you know, I, I, I'm sure everyone gets sick of hearing me, me rant about uh, how much we, we love Andy Palmer. Um, but Steve, man, really appreciate it. And, and going from no podcast knowledge to, to where we are now, it's certainly been a joy to do it with you. So, Absolutely. mate, have a good one. And, uh, and yeah, hey, everyone, keep listening. We'll chat to you soon. Goodbye. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You've been listening to The Driver's Podcast. If you liked it, hit subscribe and tell a friend or read more online at thedrivers.co.